Let's do this. Welcome to BizHaps, a show where entrepreneurs tell quick hit bite-sized stories from their business life that teach, entertain, and inspire us to grow. Be sure to follow us and subscribe on Apple or Spotify so you don't miss another episode. My name is Ana Gonzalez, and I'm your host. Through my work with entrepreneurs over the years, we've seen our fair share of big wins and tough losses. Sometimes they're funny, sometimes they're painful, but they always teach us the lessons we need to learn, whether we're ready or not, or those little stories that help us take big steps forward. BizHaps is brought to you by Factor One. If you're an entrepreneur and want to grow your business fast, we install a simple framework that can inject quick cash into your business in as little as seven days. And we've got a proven track record in over 30 different industries. To learn more, go to factor1.io. That's factor1.io. Today's guest is RJ Grimshaw. So RJ is the former president and CEO of Unify Equipment Finance from 2013 until October 2023. During his tenure at Unify, RJ led a transformation that resulted in the company growing revenue from $13 million to $150 million. Prior thereto, Mr. Grimshaw held a number of senior leadership positions with Everbank and Key Equipment Finance. He previously served on the board of the Equipment Leasing Finance Association as treasurer and is also the author of Able Leadership and the leading authority on entrepreneurship, sales, and leadership. He's going to share a bishop about how entrepreneurship made him successful. And I'm not going to lie. I had to look that up and Mr. Google told me what it was about, but I'll leave you, I'll let you explain that or tell us what it is. So RJ, welcome to the show. Let's get into Thank your you story. for having me. I'm excited to tell my story. And it, it's so, you know, I love when people take the time to learn around what the word means because entrepreneurship or entrepreneurs are what drive our, our economy across the country. However, the entrepreneur, and let me define the, the, the term entrepreneur before I jump into my story, is primarily a person that works within the confines of a business, but they think just like the entrepreneur. So maybe they don't have the capital to put at risk to start something. Maybe they're just risk adverse. However, they think just like the entrepreneur. And my story is I grew up in a family of entrepreneurs. If you look behind here, my dad's business plan from 1983 hangs on my wall. He took this business plan with two other partners and grew it to a $50 million company. My mom owned a mobile home park. So I was in the middle of entrepreneurship growing up my entire life. I saw the wins. I saw the losses. I saw the stress. I saw the exit strategies. And I actually started my first business at 23. My dad was crazy enough to fund and pay and really be our bankroll for my brother and I to open a bar restaurant. Remember, I'm at 23 years old. Okay. He had to be crazy to do that. <laughs> um, but what I did was we learned how to run the business. He did not he mentored us, but he had us do the applications. We had to go to the bank, set up our banking account. We had to go visit with the attorneys to set up our LLC. We had to go visit with the insurance people. We had to fill out the liquor license application. And now looking back, New York State had to be crazy to give a 23 and a 21-year-old a liquor license to sell beer. However, we were very disciplined and successful. Unlike so many partnerships, it comes to a point of maturity where either there's a falling out or a decision to go separate ways. And my brother and I came to an agreement that I would exit the business. And so I, I sold my shares, my equity in the business, left the business. And that's where I fell into corporate America. And when I fell into corporate America, remember, I had no desire to be in corporate America. Yeah. Specifically in banking and equipment finance where I ended up. However, I remember the day when I went to work and I went to work in a car dealership and I ended up, short story, ended up going to work for a bank, calling on other car dealerships across the country. And that gave me my first 
taste of working within a corporate environment, the resources now that we had and things of that nature. However, I was different than everyone else because I was resourceful like most entrepreneurs are. And I thought differently. And all of a sudden I could see success with that. And ultimately a year later, I ended up going, I had a choice to make, either stay in the car industry, calling on car dealers or venture into equipment financing, which would push me to be different and also a new uh, knowledge point for me. I thought hard about it. I had a conversation about my dad, who was at the time still my mentor. You know, he passed away, unfortunately, in 1999. But I'll never forget this, his words to me. And at that time, I was maybe 26, 27. He said, RJ, go learn something new. Go, you figured out the car stuff. You're good at it. That's why this other bank wants to hire you. But go do what your heart wants you to do. Because at your age, you can try, you can fail, or you'd be ultra successful. Guess what? I was ultra successful. I was surrounded by many, many incredible people during my journey. It wasn't just RJ, just like what you mentioned in regards to the transformation. It wasn't RJ. It was the team that did that for us. However, it was my mentality of being that entrepreneur and looking for the advantages for our organization to, to be successful. And within 13 years, I went from an individual contributor as a salesperson to a CEO. That's unheard of. And Again, luck plays into a lot of it. I'm not going to say that, you know, really goes back to who you network with, who you surround yourself with, like in any entrepreneur or an entrepreneur. And when I when I was able to get into a business and really figure out how to continue thinking like my dad, when he grew his business, it ultimately just drove success. And where I sit now is I want to evangelize the word entrepreneur. I want people to understand the value of the word, not only for the business owner who is that entrepreneur, or excuse me, the entrepreneur that took the risk, but the value of the person and not be shameful of being an employee, but raise up, rise up and become that entrepreneur that can add so much value to an organization in so many different ways, as well as that individual. I'm a product of being an entrepreneur, that mindset. And believe me, when I started, I didn't know what the work was. I learned of the word in the early 2000s, you know, 2008, 2009 timeframe. And I identified with that. And I said, this is who I am. And I'm going to leverage this within corporate America to be able to be successful as well as help support my customers, which is most important. And then also help support anyone that's within the organization that is either reporting to me or is part of our team in that mindset. And it fostered an environment within Unify that ideas were shared. The culture was a high energy culture. And you have to do that in any phase that you are within your organization, within your business. That's mm -hmm. why we preach to business owners. If you've run into a roadblock, if you're stagnant, if you're having turnover issues, if you're having employee engagement issues, if you run what we call iOS, an entrepreneur operating system, all that goes away. And it's proven by stats. It's proven by numbers. We won't get into that today because we have a, a short period of time. And it's really not a big change for that business owner to transition into an iOS, but it starts with the business owner. Yes. The business owner can't say, yes, RJ, this sounds great. It's a full commitment to do that. And really at the end of the day, Anna, all it is is a little tweak. It's just a little tweak that the team can rally behind because 75% of all employees have fresh ideas. However, they're afraid to share them because there's not a vehicle within the organization. And remember, 
the team members who are working with your customers on a daily basis probably know more than you what's going on day to day, especially if you're a good operator, you're working on the business and not in the business. So you want to foster that environment where those ideas come up to you and you can pick and choose. And we have a whole process to do that because not every idea is great. Okay. And that's fine when we make sure that we applaud every idea. However, all it takes is one or two different ideas that can be game changers. And I have a quick example of that. We had a gentleman in our company at Unify and he was an entrepreneur through and through. He hit every check mark of being an entrepreneur, life learner, resourceful, passionate about living. And life learning is the big one. He came to me and said, RJ, we need a online portal. You brought up financing earlier about your sponsor here. Financing is so critical across the United States for business owners. And that's the biggest hindrance for businesses to grow is the additional capital, the cash flow, the liquidity to do that to businesses to buy the equipment that they needed. However, to make the payment to us, this gentleman realized we need an online portal where the customers can go on and make electronic payments to make it easier. However, Anna, we didn't have it in our budget to be able to build that portal. Again, resourceful, thinking of different ways. And I had a blind spot to that. Quite honestly, at the time, I didn't think it, I said, yeah, it might be great, but let's build out a business case for me real, you know, in the next week or so, we'll revisit it. We revisited it. He had to keep his, you know, his main job as a program manager, but then he did this 20% of the time. And ultimately he built out the portal. It cost us minimum dollars. He had to influence our IT team. He had to influence the provider, the vendor. And now today we have over $100,000 on a monthly basis that's processed through that platform. Awesome. What a great story. Ideas. You have to open yourself up to that ideas. And as an, remember, I'm also part of a, you know, being a business owner, you have to realize that you can't be a superhero. You cannot do everything. You have to surround yourself with key individuals and an entrepreneur is that key individual. Yes, that's that's such a great story. It's so important because, and I heard this not too long ago, that success is a team sport. So it is what you're sharing with me today is, I think that it is very overlooked. Arjun, thank you so much. Uh, Who do you serve and how uh, can those people find you? Yeah, I love working with, again, business owners as well as individuals, because the individual who wants to learn about this mentality and what to do in their career path I work with those organizations as well as businesses. They can all find me at rjgrimshaw.com. My email's on there. You can schedule an appointment if you just want to do a quick call. I'm also forming, we're also in the process of forming a group for entrepreneurs, a community per se, where best practice can be shared, um, ideas back and forth, challenges people might be having in their organization. And that will be coming out and that would be on the website as well. Thank you so much. Well, that's it for today. And thank you so much to our guest, RJ Grimshaw, for coming in and sharing his story about intrapreneurship. If you've got a BizHub of your own and you'd like to be on the show, go to bizhubs.com and we'll put you on the calendar. If you like this episode and want more, be sure to follow us on Apple or Spotify so you can get your daily dose. One BizHub a day keeps the burnout away. Just a quick reminder, if you're looking for help leveling up your business, go to factor1.io. See you tomorrow. 
Hey, thanks for listening to BizHaps. My name is Josh Thomas, and I'm the founder of Factor One. Anna and I started this podcast because we wanted to connect with more entrepreneurs who had interesting stories to tell. We're always looking for more business owners to connect with and feature. So if you know anyone else who might have a good story or two, introduce us by sending them to bizhaps.com. And if you're running a service-based business that's looking to grow this year, Let's talk about how we can slingshot you into momentum with a quick injection of cash and sales. Our clients typically see results in as little as seven days. To learn more, go to factor1.io. That's factor1.io.